I'd like to share with you uh, the um, text of a um, script that we are putting together for our new YouTube channel. We haven't posted it yet, but it should be up in the next couple of weeks. And um, we are attempting to just expand our ministry, and there are some principles here that I want to share with you regardless of what platform that you either view and listen or just listen on audio uh, to this uh, ministry. So, first of all, I want to remind you that we are a Christian ministry providing pastoral care to people suffering from issues of trauma, codependence, and addiction. So, in this brief introduction, I want to tell you something more of the who, what, and why of Encounter Recovery Ministries. First of all, it's very important for you to know that only the power of the gospel in its fullness can bring regeneration and renewal. So while we work to apply the truth that is in Christ to issues of trauma, codependence, and addiction, this does not mean there is a different version of the gospel for those in recovery and another for those who are not. The reason I say this is because too often specialized ministries confuse content with application. And in their well-intended desire to make the gospel relevant, much like the seeker-sensitive movement in the past 30 years, they actually diminish the power of the gospel by watering down the content to the degree that you can hardly recognize the gospel in any of their teaching and preaching. So this ministry is committed to helping you make a direct application of the truth that is in Christ Jesus while maintaining the full content of the gospel of truth in all its power. Secondly, central to the full content of the gospel is God's paramount purpose to conform you into the image of his Son. That's Romans 8, 28-30 as a reference. So we view ourselves, therefore, as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter of the law, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. That's a direct quote from 2 Corinthians 3, 6. Paul saw himself, he and his associates, as ministers of a new covenant, a new covenant of the Spirit. Jesus Christ is himself, by the way, God's new covenant with people, with his people, an unconditional covenant promising regeneration and renewal to all who believe in his Son. Now that's Isaiah 42, 1 through 6, 49, 6, Jeremiah 23, 5 through 6, Luke 2, 32, and Acts 13, 46 through 49. And then finally, we define recovery as ever-increasing conformity to Christ, which occurs by the work of the indwelling Spirit in the believer through the Word of God. So it is our conviction that true recovery occurs as we learn to walk in step with the Spirit. In Galatians 5.25, Paul tells us, If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk in step with the Spirit. This is instruction. This is apostolic instruction. In other words, we want to live in the same, by the same power, by the same source, that being the Spirit, by which we entered into the Christian life. And that was, of course, by the regenerating power of the Holy Spirit. 
And so in our renewal, we want to walk and continue to walk by the Spirit. The problem was in Galatia that although they had had a good start, they had heard the gospel, they had believed the gospel, they had had this powerful experience of regeneration in, in the Spirit, they were beginning to drift back into um, Jewish dietary laws and Jewish circumcision, uh, even threatening to, to ignore the work of the Spirit in order to comply with the law. In other words, they were returning to the flesh. So this is true step work. When we say we are to walk in step with the Spirit, this is true step work, as opposed to that found in many 12-step programs. For as good as those programs can be, they fall short of addressing the need for biblical regeneration and renewal. Now, many good Christian leaders these days emphasize that regeneration precedes faith, that we are justified by grace alone, through faith alone. The problem is we don't emphasize enough the renewal that that also brings into our character, into our mind, into our emotions, into our conduct. And so we are committed to help you not only learn to walk in the Spirit, but to make progress in walking in the Spirit in Christ's likeness, as measured by Christ's likeness. That's how you know you're walking in the Spirit, because your character is beginning to reflect more and more this ever-increasing conformity to Christ's likeness. In fact, I would go far, as far to say as it is progress in Christ's likeness, which is the key to your recovery. So, if you are suffering from issues of unresolved trauma and the codependence and the pain that that creates in your relationships and in the chaos as well, and the problems with active addiction, whether it's uh, substance abuse or process addictions, the answer is found in the gospel. And when I say the gospel, I'm talking about the regeneration and renewal that comes to us when we hear the gospel, the Spirit makes us alive and unites us with Christ, and we begin a, a lifelong journey of renewal in His likeness. That, my friends, is the nature of the gospel. So I'm happy to share this with you, those three principles. Those three principles being that only the power of the gospel in its fullness, can bring regeneration and renewal. There isn't, despite the fact that there are hundreds of denominations within Protestantism, that there are dozens of different, at least dozens, if not hundreds, of different orders within Catholicism, that gives us the impression that there are just many different versions of the gospel. And uh, it's just simply not true. There's only one gospel, and there's only one humanity desperately in need of that gospel. But we can make specific application, and that's what we do here. We make specific application to those in recovery from trauma, codependence, and addiction so that they can see the, the, the gospel in its power at work in their life, conforming them to the image of Christ as they have been crucified with Christ. The old man, the Adam, the old Adamic nature, the old way of thinking, the old way of living has been crucified in Christ. So now we have also been raised with Christ into new life, 
a renewal that we are having to experience this glorious joy and wonder that we are actually seeing Christ's own righteousness and Christ's own character being manifest in our character and in our life. So we want to teach you and encourage you to walk in the Spirit. And we know that we're walking in the Spirit because we are growing in Christ's likeness. Well, if you've been frustrated with your struggle with trauma or codependence and addiction, even to the point of despair, we literally have good news to offer you. This ministry is devoted to bringing you both the whole content of the gospel in its fullness and helping you to make application of its power. We hope you'll join us as we journey together into biblical recovery, whatever platform you're listening on, by learning to walk in the step with the Spirit after the model and image of Jesus and find the new life He died and rose again to secure for you. Let me uh, conclude by reminding you of Paul's prayer for his readers at Ephesus. Quote, Paul prayed that, quote, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the full knowledge of him, so that you, the eyes of your heart having been enlightened, will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of the might of his strength, which he worked in Christ by raising him from the dead and seating him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. That's Ephesians 1, 17 through 21. It's a great place to start great place to pray, a great prayer to pray for yourself and for others, and a great hope that we have in Jesus Christ. Amen.